What's good, y'all? What's poppin'? Welcome back to another episode of the We Hit Sports Podcast, episode 132. I'm the moderator, Desi, and as always, I hope everyone has had an amazing weekend weekend. Let's go ahead and get introduced to the rest of the crew, starting with our two hosts, PC. Yeah, we have guests today. He's already, uh, you know, I really wish, I wish we could do the video on Apple Podcasts so everybody can see, you know, uh, it's a, it's gonna be a nice episode tonight. It's gonna be a, a fun episode tonight. We got Jell over here. I think he just came fresh out of his uh, ship in the Soul Train line, um, because man, uh, I wish I wish y'all could see. I really do. I wish y'all could see. TK. Nah, he really does, bro. Like this man, like when y'all see the TikTok video, he looks like he was born in the '70s with the long sleeve shirt and the disco pants, bro. Like the disco boots, everything, bro. Like you was born in the wrong generation, bro. But you feel me, Jello? Welcome to the show. We're glad to have you this week, bro. I guess you feel me. You were one of the people on my list because I guess your sports analysis and breakdown of sports is, I guess, it's I. So you know, I have to have you on this week. But don't embarrass me, bro. Don't embarrass me. All right, now you have Gianni. Well, the Yankees are a mess. At least the year are gonna get a ding real soon. Hopefully next month. So hopefully the Yankees. I think Aaron Judge needs to sit out the rest of the season, honestly, because. This season is basically lost, in my opinion. Tell <sighs> Back in another episode, you know. So glad and uh, so happy that Sean isn't here because, uh, you know, I would have to, you know, tell everybody how much I cannot stand Sean. But um, I got a present for PC. I, need, I have something that I, PC needs to listen to that will have everybody laughing their butts off. I, I'm going to play it right now. Um, I just want to win a championship, um, you know, whatever it takes. I don't know what that's going to be, whether it's in Philly or, you know, anywhere else. You know, I just... Philly or anywhere else? Philly or anywhere else? Wow. PC was telling me that no, no, MB will never want to out of Philly. MB is Philly. We he oh he only wants to retire in Philly. But it sounds like Joel Embiid has one foot out the door already. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you got to say to that, PC? What do you got to say to that? <laughs> that is straight off MB. Oh, by man. the way, that is no that is no article. That is straight out of Embiid's mouth. What do you have to say, yeah. PC? What do you have to it say? Is. You know what I got to say, Tolu? You know what I have to say to that? What? He is such a far more indeveloped troll than you are. Every time he says something that needs to be said, everybody just wants to make a big deal out of it. But if you actually did your research for once, Tolu, you, all you have to do is go and check out his tweets within this day, this current day, and you can find out that in the full quote, not only did he quote Maxi, a current sixer, but he also said that he was trolling because he's Joel Prolel MD. I'm 100% sure he was trolling. You can check his he, tweets. He you, want, you can check his tweets real quick. Since, since you, I know you're on Twitter because you pulled up the video. You go and check his tweets real quick. All right. Mm-hmm. He, he does this almost every time. And every time, everybody always falls for it. I don't know how he does it. I really okay. don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. Whatever. You believe what he's you already mean. said he's he's having a career like Kobe and Dirk. He's staying with one team. He mm. said this. He said this. All right. Whatever. All right. And lastly, our special guest, 
Uh, for tonight for weekly questions, Jello. Unmute yourself, babes. He's doing so well already. Babes? Babes is crazy. I'm glad y'all had me. I'm glad y'all had me. Got my Rockets in the Summer League Finals. Feeling good about myself right now. Um, let's get it started. Let's get it ready. Um, I, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. We're not just going to skip that. Was that just the turbulence I just heard in the background, bro? What yeah, was bro, that? Like whose cheeks is whose cheeks is getting clapped in the background, but like we just not we not just gonna pass that. Like, yeah, no, no, we're not just skipping the past that, bro. You jello, what you looking around for? Someone whose cheeks is getting clapped in your background, bro. Not a huh? background. Tell your yeah. roommate. Tell your roommate. Yes, we heard cheeks being clapped. Bro. That was me. No, 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 it was no, not. No, it was not. Uh, I heard that too. No, it was heard... not, bro. Somebody's getting railed. Somebody, somebody is, is getting, getting railed right now. Somebody all right, all right, gonna getting... chill out. Oh. I swear that was me. No. I think that's what I hear. Let's go ahead and get into what we'll be going over this week. Starting off this week's episode will be our three weekly questions with CK, PC, and Jello. The crew will be giving their men rating predictions in segment two. I'm pretty sure they can't be no worse than men's adjusters, so stay, so stay tuned in for that. Segment three is my personal favorite segment. That is hot takes. And lastly, one final word from our main co-host, PC, with Cam's monologue. We got a couple of things to go over, but first, if you haven't already, please be sure to follow us on our socials at WHS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter, and that we hate sports all jams together on TikTok and YouTube. Let's go ahead and jump right on into these questions. Question one. Yesterday's news broke about DeAndre Hopkins choosing to sign with Tennessee. After meeting with both the Patriots and the Titans about a potential deal, did you did DeAndre Hopkins make the right choice? Uh, PC, your thoughts first. Um, you know what? Short answer. Yes. DeAndre Hopkins made the right choice because he wanted to get paid. He got paid. Great job. Here's the problem, DeAndre. You went to the Tennessee Titans. Now, retrospect, maybe, maybe we're underrating. Maybe we're, you know, uh, undervaluing Tennessee this this season. You know, it's it's gonna be in a they're gonna be a pretty competitive division. You know, three of the four teams are currently in rebuild mode. Um or two of the four teams, excuse me, are currently in rebuild mode. And maybe Tennessee, if they stay healthy, will be able to still win that division. Here is my problem though. If you look at Tennessee's track record with signing big name wide receivers, they have had Randy Moss play for their team. They've had Andre Johnson play for their team. They've had Julio Jones play for their team. Um, and problem is, Randy was out of his prime at that point. Then you had Andre Johnson, who was also out of his prime and injury prone. Julio was very injury prone. And those guys did not post to production that they used to in their primes. DeAndre Hopkins, we might be seeing him real time going to a team like Tennessee, and he very might very well just might fall off this season. All right. It's bad juju. I don't trust it. I don't think a lot of people trust it. 
You wanted to go and win a championship. You're not going to win the championship in Tennessee this year, my guy. You got paid, which is one of the two things that you're local. You got paid. Great job. You're not going to win a title in Tennessee. You know, Tennessee doesn't even really know what they want their future to be right now, let alone them winning a title right there. You have Jacksonville in that team division, a team that actually has their, their head on straight in terms of what they won. And then you have Indianapolis and Houston rebuilding. So, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins, I know, I understand that the, the market became smaller and smaller as, you know, we get closer to training camp. But choosing the Titans, especially choosing the Titans over the Chiefs, what, because a few fans might be a bit butthurt that you, you know, went to go bandwagon and team up with Patrick Mahomes. I, I just, it doesn't click for me. It don't click for me. Um, but you got paid. So, you know, I do like to see that. Yeah, I have to agree with PC on this one. Um, as far as the income, um, he definitely made the right choice because Tennessee was the main team that was willing to pay him what he wanted to get paid. But at the same time, with the questions that they got going around a quarterback, um, you don't know who's going to be the starter. You don't know if it's going to be Malik Willis. Will Levis or Ryan Tannehill. It's too many revolving uh, doors around that. And on top of that, you are wanting a championship. You want, um, you pretty much want to be uh, this great receiver. You want a championship. You want recognition to your name, but you're going to a team like Tennessee, who is basically two steps away from rebuild mode. Um, it just doesn't seem like it's the right situation for him. But I mean, he wanted to get paid. He got paid, but who knows what's going to happen now? So, I mean, it really came down to the Patriots and and, and the Tennessee Titans. So, I guess if you're kind of make it, you're trying to make a choice between that. I I I would personally have gone with the Patriots, only because of the the Patriots standard. We know what the Patriots are, and I also think that DeAndre Hopkins is much more needed and with New England than he was with the Titans. Um, I still think that the AFC was a division that also the Patriots really I, – I feel like the Patriots are really the team that lost the most, to be honest, bro. DeAndre Hopkins was going to get paid either way. He was just going to get paid a little less than the Patriots, but he probably would have had a better chance of getting to where he wanted to get, which is a championship, rather than going to a team like the Titans. But my question – I got a question for Jello and PC. Did y'all forget, like, what Ryan Tannehill looked like when he had a true number one wide receiver in A.J. Brown? thousand yard season after a thousand yard season after a thousand yard season after a thousand yard season they were a playoff team winning about 10 to 11 games a year like i don't i don't understand when ryan Tannehill became such a terrible quarterback that like people just continue to troll all the time is he top 10 absolutely not is he top 15 probably not but he's definitely a top 20 quarterback like I said, we've seen what he is when he has a number one wide receiver. Um, you can make the argument that DeAndre Hopkins is better than A.J. Brown. If you're asking me who I'm taking, I'm going to take A.J. Brown over Hopkins. But Hopkins is only 30 years old. PC made the point of trying to mention um, the wide receivers that went to uh, the Titans. But all these guys you named, were, they were up there in age, and they were watching. They were done. They were out of their prime. Julio, uh, uh, not Julio Jones, but DeAndre Hopkins is still in his prime. And this is a guy that consistently gets over to over a thousand yard receiving every single year, um, no matter what teams he goes to, whether it's the Texans, the Cardinals, and I believe that he'll have another thousand yard receiving 
<clears throat> season this year with the with Ryan Tannehill, who I think, like, let's just be honest, Ryan Tannehill is going to be the starting quarterback. I understand they're, they're trying to make it seem like there's this big quarterback controversy with Malik Willis and 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 uh, the kid from Kentucky, uh, Will Levis and, and Ryan Tannehill. But at the end of the day, we all know it's going to be Ryan Tannehill. Um, but like I said, PC kind of mentioned this earlier as well. You have two teams that are just completely rebuilding in the Colts and the uh, Texans. So you can just knock those two teams off. They're not going to be any type of competition. It's going to really come down to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it's going to come down to the Tennessee Titans. Um, and to be honest, in the in, in our in our previous experience, the Tennessee Titans have typically been the number one in the AFC South. So um, it's really going to come down to that, bro. I, I, you're going to get the production from DeAndre Hopkins. I don't think his numbers are going to drop or anything like that. He's not going to Tennessee and, and just all of a sudden not going to be who DeAndre Hopkins is. DeAndre Hopkins is is who he is. Um, if anything, just helps the Titans a little more. I still think that I still think that they have some much more other concerns that they needed than signing a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, but it doesn't do anything but help this team. Um, but like I said, I really feel like the Patriots are the team that lost out the most on this because they're a team that needed a number one wide receiver on the outside. Um, Juju Smith, Congratulations on your Super Bowl. That's awesome. Um, you, you had your fun trolling the Eagles, but let's just be real. You weren't really that good in the Super Bowl, bro. You're not a number one wide receiver, even after going to a team like the Chiefs. You're a wide receiver, too, at best. Patriots don't have a number one wide receiver. So, like I said, I feel like that we, we should be talking more about the, how the Patriots missed out on DeAndre Hopkins because they decided to be cheap again and not pay a player they desperately needed for a guy like Matt Jones going into his third year. But like I said, this is only going to do this is not going to do anything but help the Titans. Like I said, it's going to come down to the Titans and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars to whoever's going to take that um that crown in the AFC South. But um I mean, yeah, I I I guess DeAndre Hopkins made the okay choice, but me personally I would have went to the Patriots because of Bill Belichick and I know that um I feel like if a guy a guy like DeAndre Hopkins once once he gets into the Patriots system, they would have took care of that guy. Um, and like I said, he would he definitely was needed a lot more on the Patriots team than he was on the Titans because the Titans just have so much um, problems that and, and, and little pieces that they need to fix. And like I said, DeAndre Hopkins helps, but he wasn't really needed, whereas a team like the Patriots, they really needed him. Okay. Oh, yeah. I guess I kind of agree with y'all with the whole DeAndre Hopkins thing. I feel like <laughs> what he said he wanted in the team, though, he lied. I guess stable management is the only thing. They decent, but great defense, all it no. I don't know what Hop was thinking. But all right, question two. Now that LeBron James will be switching back to number 23 this upcoming season, which has been the more dominant? Six or 23, LeBron? CK, your thoughts first. All right, so obviously the answer is going to be 23, LeBron. Um, Just because it's strictly... He's worn that number for most of his career and just the stats that he has. He's scored like almost 30,000 in, in the number 23. Two, two NBA titles, two MVPs, 13 All-NBAs, 13 All-Stars. Compared to the number six, 11,000 points, another two another two titles, another two MVPs, six All-NBAs, six All-Stars. So, I mean, obviously it has to be 23 LeBron, but I think the most fun to watch was number six LeBron in Miami. Um, That... I think that was the most le complete LeBron James that we've ever gotten as far as defense, playmaking, uh, scoring, and just everything that he can do um, on the floor. Um, that 20, you can also make the argument for that 2018 year or 26. No, yeah, the 2018 year with LeBron James 
Well, he just went absolutely crazy and just took the league by storm. I also believe that that's the best NBA player I've ever seen wear a jersey um, during that year. LeBron James was just absolutely insane. But um, there's really no wrong answer with this. But like I said, if you're going off just by by the stats alone, I mean, like I said, 30,000 and what, what what he did in that number 23, you know, winning that uh, championship in Cleveland for a team that's never won an NBA championship. I think it was something like 50-plus years or something like that. Um, like I said, then you go to L.A. and you win a championship there in number 23. Uh, you break the record in number six. You win two NBA championships in Miami with the number six. You win your first championship as number six. Um, and then I, also, I'm, I haven't even mentioned the number 20, the LeBron James 23, when he just completely dominated in Cleveland all those years um, before he even went to Miami. So uh, there's really no wrong answer. But for me. I grew up watching number 23, LeBron James, so that, that was the most special. But honestly, the most fun to watch is definitely number six, LeBron, because he was just the most complete player <clears throat> that I think I've ever seen in the NBA. Like I said, he was just so entertaining. He was just absolutely unstoppable. And LeBron James was the best player at that time, in my opinion, when he in those Miami years. So, um, But, yeah, I'm going to go with number 23 just because of the stats and everything that he did. Like I said, I grew up watching 23, LeBron, more so than I did six. So, um, yeah, I go with 23. Uh, for me, I think I'm going to go with 23 as well. I, I feel like 23 is such an iconic number, not just, you know, for LeBron, but in sports in general at this point, um, that I feel like I saw and experienced and felt more impactful moments when he wears the number 23. Um, you know, and that's no shade to the, to the number six, because when he wore number six, that was prime LeBron James. You know, he won two titles in Miami as number six, uh, broke multiple records as number six. But number 23, first came into the league, uh, he was um, labeled the next big thing. He was labeled the next superstar of the NBA as number 23. And as, you know, a young man in the league, he took a Cavalier team that let's be honest, no real business being in the NBA Finals to the Finals in 2007. I know they got swept by the Spurs, but for him to do that, just to carry that team all the way there that year was impressive as number 23. As number 23, to come back to Cleveland, give them their first title. Um, and then 2018, playoff LeBron as number 23. I still stand by the, I still stand by to this day. That is the greatest playoff performer I've ever seen in my lifetime. Um, what he did to Toronto, uh, <laughs> what he did to Toronto will haunt that fan base for many years to come. I'm pretty sure there are still Toronto fans that still think about it to this day. He did whatever he wanted to them, uh, but it was asked number 23. Uh, so, you know, while six has seen quite literally the best version of LeBron James, Number 23, I think, is a lot more iconic. Um, you know, and we just, I feel like a lot more people get more enjoyment of uh, seeing LeBron, excuse me, in number 23 jersey than what they would, you know, see if they uh, saw him in the number six jersey. So, who knows? Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's good juju for, uh, you know, the Lakers. Yeah, I'm going to have to definitely go with number 23. Um, number 23 was just such an iconic number. He's... The, he's done so many great things with number 23, um, two championships, the first championship in Cleveland in 50 years, and not to mention the dominance that he had in the Eastern Conference during that time. He went toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Golden State Warriors pretty much single-handedly, 
him and Kyrie alone. And then after Kyrie left, he still had another championship run with them. And he did get swept, but still, that was still elite to do that on his own. And on top of that, just the accolades and the memories that he had wearing 23, that's just something that, you know, growing up, LeBron was just that dude. He was the dude that you hate, the dude that you love, because he was just so great, man. And, you know, just thinking about that, number six, it had his moments. Yes, he had those uh, two championships in Miami. Um, it was very fun seeing him, Bosch, and Wade together. But number 23 just had those moments that you can't, you know, you really can't um, just uh, live down, you know what I'm saying? Um, he single-handedly hired the coach of the year in 2019 in Toronto. And Dwayne Casey won the coach of the year and got fired because LeBron single-handedly sent them out the door. That's some legendary type work. Like, that's just, that's something that you can't, you know, uh, forget. So it's definitely 23 for me. All right, question three. Who will be this year's Rookie of the Year in the NBA? PC, your thoughts first. Um, you know what? I think this year there are more than two candidates that can potentially win Rookie of the Year. Like, this is the first time in, uh, I think, a while, like, we've had, like, um, you know, some, what I think will hopefully be a better race for Rookie of the Year. Uh, obviously, uh, Victor Wimbiana, uh, Wimby's going to be right there. Um, I think his game and how he plays until he just puts on some muscle, um, he's just going to be, I think, inconsistent with his game. Uh, you know, he's, there's no denying, there's simply no denying his talent as a player, especially defensively. Uh, I think it was, it was TK actually said last week, like he's going to win multiple defensive players of the year. Um, you know, but, uh, Offensively, I think he may struggle in a sense, depending on you know the team that he faces on uh, any given night. Um, you know, so maybe there's inconsistency there. And I think about a guy like Chet Holmgren uh, from OKC, who you know missed his first uh, official year in the league due to injury. Um, now he's coming back this year. He's been having a, a up and down summer league, uh, so it reminds me a lot of uh, you know. Of Wimbiana, what I think Wimbiana will be. Uh, so, really, my choice, my pick to win Rookie of the Year this year, I think I'm going to go with Scoot Henderson. Uh, Scoot, I know we haven't exactly seen much of him this summer league, but if anybody is going to be as nearly consistent um, and certainly someone who's going to get a lot of minutes and going to have his team depend on him a lot this season, especially if Miami gets what they want, uh, which is a trade for Dame, then, yeah, I think Scoot Henderson uh, might end up taking Rookie of the Year. Um, you know, and plus that's a really good pairing with him and uh, Shane Sharp, I believe. Uh, so, yeah, give me Scoot for Rookie of the Year. I think he's going to shock a lot of people. He's, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people when Rookie of the Year. Yeah, so I'm I'm very torn when it comes to Rookie of the Year. Um you know, coming in, you all pretty much thought Wimbyama had it pretty much locked up. But watching the summer league and you know taking uh, other things into account, you know, um, Wimby isn't really how should I say he was he's not prepared for the NBA quite yet. 
he still has to put on a little bit of muscle. He still has to get used to the game a little bit more. You know, he's been overseas, so it's not necessarily a lock for him for me. One of my dark horses, though, is Cam Whitmore out of Houston because, you know, just watching him, he's like a freak athlete. Um, he had a chip on his shoulder falling from all the way from a lottery pick to number 20, and he's pretty much out to show all of those 20 teams that passed him up that he's he's really like that. He's really a uh, freakish athlete. His um, mental, his uh, not mental, his health, health problems are past the door, out the door. That was his main concerns. Um, those are pretty much out the window. That's what he's trying to prove. Um, I'll go with Cam Whitmore, but yeah, it's either between Cam Whitmore or Wembyano. Sure. Of course, it's biased. Yeah. Oh, of course, he's biased. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not biased. It's not biased because if it was biased, it would be. It could have been. It could have been almond. But I'm saying Cam Whitmore because of the chip that he has on his shoulder and the doubters that he has to prove. So it may okay. seem. It may seem like bias, but it's not. I promise. I promise. I promise. It's biased. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Um. Um. So I'm gonna just say I, I honestly think this. This might be the best draft that we've had since that 2003 draft, bro. When you just think about this, the prospects and, 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 the, and the talent in this draft of, like, I mean, the entire first round were full of great prospects, bro. Like, honestly, from from one to, uh, to the end of that first round. And honestly, and there were some steals in the second round as well. Um, but to be honest, bro, and, like, Scoot is a good choice, honestly. Uh, you can't sleep on the, the Thompson twins. Um Cam Whittemore wasn't a bad choice at all, I don't think. Wimbiana is obviously in there. But this might shock a lot of people. But to be honest, bro, and also PC Chet was a great choice as well, because that's my that's my dark horse um for rookie of the year. But I gotta agree with I gotta agree with Jello, bro. I honestly think it's gonna be Cam Whitmore. And look, man, look, y'all understand y'all seen how pissed I was when the Lakers didn't draft this man in the group chat. There is a reason for that, bro. Jello said it. This man is a freak athlete and he's just definitely gonna have a trip on his shoulder because he fell all the way to the 20th pick it was stupid it was it was crazy that this man fell all the way to the 20th pick honestly um i'm glad jello didn't mention this but i'll mention it i mean i, I believe cam whitmore was the summer league mvp i mean it just sounds bad coming from a rockets fan like you can't say it bro because then it just sounds like you meet Rodney. you can't do that bro so I'll, I'll say it for you i mean honestly this kid is very very talented bro I, I, I mean, and and the injury, quote unquote, that the teams were so concerned about, and I don't know if this is true. I heard it was the man's thumb, bro. I heard it was a thumb injury that scared a lot of these teams off. And if that is true, that is the stupidest reason for you to not draft the top ten prospect and let him fall all the way to twenty because of a thumb injury, bro. That is absolutely okay, so insane. With that, okay, so it was his thumb, but also he had uh, he had a broken leg in high school as well. So that was high school. The, that was right, the bigger we're about, we're, we're, we're worried about broken legs in high school. You didn't yeah. see this man play college, bro? We're high school, my nigga. Like, be for real, dog. Like, just stupid. That's so stupid. That, that's just insane. But honestly, like I said, Jello, he, he basically broke it down, bro. Um, honestly, I think Cam Woodmore is, is the most athletic a uh, player that got taken in the drive. I can't believe he fell all the way down to number 20. Um, the Rockets absolutely got a steal. Like I said, and, and like Jello said, the kid's going to have a chip on his shoulder. He's going to show a lot of people 
that you made a mistake passing on and letting me fall all the way to 20. Um, but like I said, there's so many good choices, honestly. From PC's answer was great with Scoot. Um, Wimby wasn't a bad choice at all. Cam Whittemore, I don't I think that's a sneaky good choice. Um, like I said, the Thompson twins. Um, there's players that I'm missing that that got drafted later on that I honestly can have a can have a chance to be um they like honestly the the what was it, Smith Jr. another kid that fell for whatever reason like there's a lot of talent this year bro that's why I'm kind of comparing it to that 2003 draft obviously we're not gonna have a Le- we're not gonna get like a LeBron and Carmelo Anthony away out of this out of this uh, draft but I mean honestly there's a lot of talent in in this draft bro but um there's really no wrong choices but yeah I, I just think Cam Woodmore that was honestly my choice as well with uh Chet Hill Holmgren being my um dark horse. I just think that, honestly, I like the fact that he put on some pounds. I still think he needs to put on more weight. 206 pounds is not moving me. I think he needs to be a player that needs to reach anything 210 plus, uh, especially because of his height. Um, But, yeah, I think he's going to be in that conversation. I think Scoot Henderson is going to be in that converse- conversation as well. Um, it's going to be it's just going to be fun, bro. The league's definitely headed towards in the right direction. and It's going to just be a lot of young talent. Honestly, I think it's going to start from this draft um, and so on. Uh, uh, just uh, just before we move on to the next segment, I just have to say, look, to to both your answers, because I'm not I'm not here, I'm not in the business of trying to slander Cam Whitmore. All right, you know he's from Villanova. All right, I respect his game. You know, I think he is going to be a really really good player for Houston. All right, but realistically, Angela, you can answer this because you're you're a Rockets fan. Is he going to be starter for you guys, or is he going to be well, he the bench? Start- He's going to come off the bench for the first half. I don't know um, what Emay's plan is right now, but for the beginning of the season, he will start off the bench. I do not Let's see. That's why I was worried about right there. You know, a guy like Scoot, a guy like Chet, a guy like Wemby, they're going to be starting right away. Um, you know, Winmore, he may end up finishing as a finalist rookie of the year. Like, he may be in a Jalen Williams type of role, like how he was this past season. But I just... Unless he like provides like twenty off the bench for y'all, I just I don't see how he can. Make I think it the I year. think the plan I think the plan will be to like start him off the bench. You feel me? See what see what he does off the bench, and if he's good off the bench, which which I expect him to be, then you throw mm-hmm. then you put him in the starting lineup, and then who knows yeah, what yeah. he can do from you feel me that point on. But yeah, you're absolutely right. He's definitely yeah. I already knew he would start off the bench. Um, obviously when the season starts, like guys like Wimby, Scoot. Um, the Thompson twins, like these guys, they're gonna come and they're gonna start immediately. But um, I just feel like a guy like Cam, he's gonna prove himself off the bench, and once he finally gets his opportunity to start, like yeah, there's there's not there's not gonna be any looking back for this kid. Twenty years old, bro, and he's he's just an athletic freak. Like in my opinion, he's he's the most That'd athletic player in in the entire draft, and I think that plays a role yeah. as well. I mean, he can, he can shoot. He can he can shoot. He can he can he can drive the paint. I mean, that's not really anything. He doesn't play defense though. Eam loves defense. I'll, I'll admit that. Doesn't play defense that well, but I mean that's something you can teach it to. Have you not? Have you not paid attention? No, well, I mean, he plays defense. Play defense. I haven't heard anything he about plays defense. defense. I mean, you don't um, know. Play the last game before uh, he had eight steals. Um, oh, in the summer league game. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. great, bro. Yeah. See, that's yeah. that's. See, see Ian's watching. Ian's watching that, bro. I tell you that, bro. He loves. Ian loves mm-hmm. defense, dog. So that's a way for him to get in the starting role as well. He plays defense. Yeah, That'll get a man quicker, actually. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, it's now time for segment two, which is where the crew is going to be predicting the Madden 2024 uh, ratings. 
So for our first category, top three highest rated quarterbacks, PC, give them to us. All right. So um, number one, obviously, Patrick Mahomes, 99 overall, because duh. Uh, so who's going to be second for me? I went with Joe Burrow. Uh, second, uh, second highest rate, uh, rate quarterback in man this year. And I gave him a 97. Um, now that may sound really high, uh, but if I'm thinking about it in the grand scheme of things, thinking about it from a pure quarterback sense, Burrow has all the intangibles in the world. Uh, he has everything you will want out of a franchise quarterback. Um, and he's a proven winner as well. Um, I thought about making it a 96, but I figured, you know what? Let's go with a 97. Yeah, make it. Yeah, make it even. Yeah, make it fair. Um, and in third place, um, it's actually a two-way tie for me. I went with uh, both 96 overalls, Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. Um, I, I do think that Rodgers, uh, this is his last stand. Um, and I, I'm not sure what Brady's uh, rating was last uh, two seasons, but um, if it's anything above 95, then yeah, it will make sense that that Rogers will be a 96, and you have Allen, of course, um, who is going to be right there as well. Uh, so yeah, I think it's going to end up being a two-way tie for third place, 96 overall between those two. Gianni, I'm going to have Mahomes um, at one at 99. I'm going to have Joe Burrow as well. I'm going to say 97, but um, for number three, I'm going to go with Allen. I'm going to go as 96 as well. But the thing is, I'm going to put Hertz. Instead of Rogers, basically, I'm going to change it with what PC said. So I'm going to put Hertz and Allen at 96. Talu? Okay, number one, obviously, Pat Mahomes. Uh, number two, I'm going to put Joe Burrow for now. I'm going to put him at a 96. I'm going to put Mahomes 99. Number three, I'm going to go with Josh Allen right now. I'm going to put him as a 90. I'm going to put him at 96 as well. And then number four, I'm going with Lamar Jackson because I don't, I don't see Darren Rodgers being the number four. I just don't see. I think Lamar is better than him right now. So I'm picking number four, Lamar Jackson, and number five. I'll go with. Tell uh, what? We said three. Three. Oh, he yeah. just had to name Lamar. He had. He wanted to name he Lamar so bad. He wanted to put Lamar in there three. so bad. Three. Yes, I did. Why wouldn't I? The hell. Well, that's too you damn bad. We said three top three. Two. Okay, I put my top three. Move on. TK. God. Jesus Christ. Like, brother will do anything to mention Lamar Jackson in every episode, bro. Yep. Every single episode. Like, it doesn't matter. Pete, bro, me and PC Mar- could say, our, me and PC well, Mar- could come LeBron. on. Me and PC could come on, bro. Our cats died or some shit. This nigga told what you, well, you know what, bro? Lamar Jackson got the healing hand. Nigga, shut up. Shut up. But anyway, just like you um, with Russell Wilson, but well, ironic. But I can tell you one thing: Russell Wilson is not going to be on my list right now. I can tell you that, brother. But anyways, I got uh, for number one. I, I had the same thing as PC and Gianni. Um, Patrick Mahomes clearly number ninety-nine. He's going to be one of the few ninety-nines. I think there's not going to be that many ninety-nines. I think it's going to be under ten, to be honest, bro. Um, just based off of last season. Um, number two, I decided to go with Joe Burrow. I think ninety-seven was 
PC, I, I think you were a little too generous. Like, I think being like saying that Joe Burrow is a 96 is not a bad thing. That's I know it sounds like maybe he should be higher, but people forget how these Madden ratings work. Like some players that you expect to be much higher than they are, they're not going to be that high. I gave Joe Burrow a 96, um, which is only three notches lower than Patrick Mahomes. But right now, I think we'd all agree Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in the league. Um, and like I said, 96 is not an insult, but I gave Joe Burrow a 96. Now, number three. It also came down to Aaron Rodgers and and uh, Josh Allen as well, but I gave them both 94s. Uh, Aaron Rodgers coming off a season where because of an injury he didn't play his best. Uh, Josh Allen, I believe, had the most turn. Was it was it turn? No, that was Dak Prescott. But I think Josh Allen was up there in interceptions as well. Yeah, a lot of interceptions last year. But my point: turnovers, fumbles, all that. Um, and it all added up. So. Um, just like I said, based off the previous season, I think that guys like that, I believe Josh Allen was like a 95, 96 the previous year, but he only dropped like a notch. It's not too bad. Uh, he had a bad year. So did Aaron Rodgers. Um, but like I said, still being making being the 90s and being in those in the top three conversation on Madden ratings is actually a really good thing. Um, so those are my top three, four quarterbacks, I guess, because like I said, for me, it came down to Aaron Rodgers and uh, Josh Allen at that last spot. But I gave them a 94, not a 95 or 96 or anything like that. Okay. Um, just to make a comment about the interception thing, you know, Patrick Mahomes was right behind Josh Allen, actually, next. And Josh Allen's season declined because he had a torn UCL. So, yeah, the same thing Brock Purdy had that play no more. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Top three rated, uh, top three highest rated cornerbacks. PC? Uh, you're gonna love this first answer, actually, TK. It's uh, Patrick Sertan for me, and I have yes! him at, and I have him at a 95 overall. Um, I'm just thinking about it from a clear, like, experience perspective. Like, I don't think Sertan is the best core. Well, eh, I would have to, I would have to think about it out loud. But you know, he is certainly top three. He is certainly top three in the league right now. Um, and you know, you can make a case for my next few guys, uh, next few guys make, uh, being the best cornerback in the league, but, uh, Sertan, I think is going to end up taking the cake, uh, with the 95 overall. Um, and my second highest rated CB, I went with Jalen Ramsey actually at 94 overall. Um, we, we seem to always forget. It feels like about Jalen Ramsey. Like I know, like we've, uh, you know, we've gone from, him being the conversation for best CB in the league to, you know, now guys like Sertan and Sauce and uh, Woolen eventually. Uh, but we always we have to respect a guy like Jalen Ramsey. Um, I don't know what his production is going to be this year with Miami. And to be honest with you, I think this rating that I have initially for him is going to ultimately go down depending on if he stays healthy. But 94, it feels right for a guy like Jalen. Um, and I have Sauce at 93 overall uh, in third place uh, because he started off as a 78 overall last year. So, yeah, I expect a huge jump from him this year. Uh, and I think he deserves it because he's already regarded as a top five cornerback in this league. Uh, and he's only in his second year. Um, now, this may, I don't know if he'll be third highest rated. This is what I want. But I do think that he's uh, going to end up being uh, pretty high ring. It's going to be a significant increase from last year. Johnny. I'm going to agree with PC for the first one. I'm going to go with Sertan 
as 96. But the second one at 95 is going to be Sauce Gardner. I, I feel like he's going to jump up to that to that spot. I think he's going to be much better this season. I feel the guy is going to get much better. I think Sertan and Sauce are like the top two, I feel. And they're going to be so, so fun to watch. And for my third, I'm going to put Jalen Ramsey at 93, around there, 92, around there. Um, I think, you know, last season was like kind of a down year, I feel, for him. But I think in a new system, I think will be perfect for him. Tell him. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with Sartan at number one as well. I'm going to him as a 96. At number two, I'm going with Sauce Garner at a 95. At number three, I'm going with Marlon Humphrey at 95 because all you, because all of you people out there disrespect Marlon Humphrey so much. It's hilarious how you disrespect. You are Humphrey. you are so biased. You are. Man. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous, bro. That's not biased. Think about listen. Hold, hold. The man did not allow a single touchdown last year with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and with Jamar Chase in his division. Not a single touchdown allowed. And he has the he's had the seventh most fourth fumbles since 2019, but he's not in the top three. Marlon Humphrey is a top three cornerback. I don't care what none of you guys say. You can put Sauce Gardner, you can put Patrick Sertan ahead of him. He's not a top three cornerback in the NFL, and he's not a top three cornerback. On yes, he is. yes he is. Yes, he is. And yes, he is. Yes, he is. When he locks up your favorite receiver this year again, you guys are going to put respect on him. When Darius Slay has a higher rate than Marlon Humphrey this year, I'm going to laugh at you. Per- <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Marlon Humphrey didn't allow a single touchdown next to last year. But okay, whatever you say, bud. Whatever you say, how would Darius Slay allowed a touchdown to Kenny Galladay? Stop, stop, stop that, stop that, stop that, stop that. And, and, and what did and Marlon didn't allow a single touchdown with Jamar Chase in his division? Okay, you see what we mean? Like, now you glaze. That's not though. bias, you that's glazing. just facts. That's that is facts. very much biased. Yeah. This, that's that two is, now. That that's extreme. two now, totally. Exactly. First of all, let me just say this. You were doing so good. You said you said Sertan and you said Gardner. Those names don't belong in the same category as Marlon Humphrey. Stop trolling. Like stop. Yeah, the they trolling. Are, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. This, what are you talking oh about? God, yeah, bro. they do. He I didn't say so well, he is on that them, same tier. All of those two. Let me tell you something, Tolu. Let me be realistic for you for one second because I know you can't do it yourself. Humphrey is on that same tier as Slay and Bradbury. Everybody exactly. else is like, right now. Right, right now, it's Sauce Bradbury and Sertan, so and then everybody else. That's no, how it goes. Humphrey's a top three cornerback in the league. No, mm. he's not. Well, Mr. Pass Ferns, I want to say uh, all that. Nope, top three. Whatever you say, okay, I don't so. care what y'all say. All right, all right. It's, at least you didn't extend the list this time. TK? I mean, he, and when you think about it, he really did because the man went off for like ten minutes about Marlon Humphrey. Like he still makes it. because he's a top three corner. He did not. All right. Anyways, anyways. So, TC. So, believe it or not, I actually think we live in an era where social media will have you believing that somebody is a lot better than they really are. 
I think that Patrick Sertan is the best cornerback in the league. We all know this. But unfortunately, I think social media and the analysts and everybody thinks that it's going to be Sauce Gardner. I think the 2K, the 2K Raiders, they're going to take this into consideration as well. So to be quite honest, I think that Sauce Gardner will have the highest rating, will be the highest rated cornerback on, on Madden 2024 with a 95. Um, uh, I decided to go number two, Patrick Sertan. Uh, but I had him right under with a 94. I just still think that he's still just not getting the respect that he deserves for whatever reason. People have him in their top five. People have him in their top three, but they don't have him top two or, t- or number one. It's always Sauce Gardner or Tariq Rowland or Jaden Ramsey or just somebody else. This is just absolutely absurd, but he'll, 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 he'll prove it all this year. That's me being a little biased, Polu. I'll, I'll join your little boat on that one. But, um, yeah, so I decided to go Patrick Sertan, Sertan number, number two with 94. Number three was tough, bro. Because you can go with Diggs from the Cowboys, or you can go with Gilmore from the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, t- 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 like you, you can. Um, you can go. There's, a, there's some other cornerbacks that I'm missing. Gilmore. Slay, so, yes, Gilmore. Slay. You can throw Slay's name in there, I guess. Um, Bradbury. Brad. No, okay, no, I'm not gonna say Bradbury. Who's the? I forgot the cornerback from the Bills. Who? Uh, Trayvon White. I guess you can throw his name in there. No, Tre'Davious White. Don't you ever disrespect him. My bad, sweetheart. Damn, I'm sorry. At least I remember the last name. Anyways, um, yeah, him. I mean, he was a good. He was a pretty. He was one of the best uh, cornerbacks when he was healthy. Um, number three was really tough, but AJ Terrell is another name that I really thought about. He was a 94 the previous year, I believe. Like, there's a lot of names that could be there, but unfortunately, going back to the media thing, the media will have you thinking that Jalen Ramsey is still a top three cornerback in this league, which he is not. But he will probably be the third best. Rated cornerback in Madden, and I had him rated at a 93 right under. So it was 95, 94, 93. Top three high, highest rated teams. PC? All right. So I base this strictly off of roster. Um, and when you think about rosters, you think about the Philadelphia Eagles. That's why they're my first highest rated team. I have them at 92 overall, which, you know, I, I think is pretty realistic um you know if you factor in everything have a top 10 quarterback they have an excellent run game um top three wide receiver duo probably i'd say the best defense in the league um you know it, it just it all makes sense it all makes sense they're young they're athletic they have great veterans as well they have hall of famers on that team uh so yeah 92 overall uh for the eagles um my second highest rate team are the Bang Champs, the Chiefs at 90 overall. Um, in that 90 overall, uh, you may as well take a nine from Patrick Holmes' 99 and slap it, or he's going to copy and paste it and put a nine on the Chiefs roster um, and make it a 90. I, I think that uh, is uh, pretty realistic for a team that doesn't actually have a wide receiver one this year, um, at least no established wide receiver one this year uh and this third team i was struggling with because i, I really didn't know like it, it, and i was thinking about it like out loud like you know what what team like would the media still portray as like having like a really solid like roster and so really solid chance that you know making a super bowl this year i went with the 49ers uh as my third team i gave them an 88 overall um i got respect you know the the Niners, even though they are that fan base, that fan base in Debo, uh, they still get PTSD from the championship game. Uh, they're still a team that's constantly 
in the NFC Championship game every single year. And um, yeah, I've been on record saying whatever quarterback they put in to their system, uh, they should be pretty good. And they're still a great defense. Uh, they have uh, coaches that are constantly moving in and out of the league. They are constantly going to other teams in the league like Domingo Ryans and Bobby Witt. Um, so, yeah, I I would say the 49ers overall. G? I'm going to go first with the Eagles at 93. Um, best roster in football. And then not, with 91, I'm going to go with the defending champions, Chiefs. Um, Mahomes is there, so whenever he's there, they're, they're going to be ranked really, really high. And then for the third one, I, you know, you can go with a lot of teams. I went with the Bengals at 88 um, as the third team. Um, they have a pretty talented roster. I think they're going to take a little step back this season because I think, you know, the vision is tough and everything. But with Burrow and everything, I think they're they're right there. Talu, please, short and sweet, three teams, okay? Three. And do not say the Ravens, bro. Do not I, say I'll the bet, Ravens. I'll bet $10 right now. He says the Ravens. Number one is the Baltimore. Hey, number one. <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens are number. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. So number one, obviously, PCs, Mickey Mouse, Philadelphia Eagles. They have bought their roster, and I think they're going to be fraud soon, even though they have a stacked roster. They are the golden. Can you be State. serious? Can you be serious? Can you be serious? I put, you. Your, I put your team number one. Okay, relax. They can buy half our roster too. Most of them are drafted. Thank you. Oh, brother. Anyway, number two, I picked the. I'm gonna pick the Buffalo Bills. I think they're. I think they got a little Tell better. Make sure you give the overalls. Okay, the Eagles, 91 overall. I'm going to pick them. And then the Bills, I'm going to pick them at 89 overall. And number three, I'm going to pick the San Francisco 49ers at 88 overall. There. You happy now, Desi? I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud. CK? Just, just terrible answers, bro. Like, you don't even – you know damn well the Bills are not – okay. Number one, um, obviously, is the Eagles, bro. I, I, I decided to go to Eagles as well, honestly. As much as I troll PC and the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, bro, they are honestly the best team. Look, I mean, their roster is just absolutely loaded. When you look on defense, offense, special teams, they just have everything everywhere. Um, I gave them a 94, believe it or not. And that's kind of high for team rating, but honestly, when you have a team like this, I mean, like I said, there's just nothing that they don't have. Receivers, running back, quarterback, uh, cornerbacks, defensive linemen, all the best offensive linemen. Like, they just have weapons absolutely everywhere, bro. So, yeah, I gave them a 94. Number two, I decided to go with the Bengals, bro. Um, I agree with Gianni. They're another team that honestly don't have much of, of missing pieces as well. When you look at, on their team, they have a really good defense. They have an underrated um, offensive line. Joe Burrow, we all know who he is. You can make an argument that they have the three. When it comes to a triple-headed broad receiver, they probably have the best in the league um, with the guys that they have and T. Higgins and, and uh, Jamar Chase and those guys and uh, Tyler Boyd. Um, and then a the running back, Joe Mixon, he's a really good running back. I really like the running back that they drafted in the draft. Um, honestly, that's another team that's just really good overall. I gave them a 92. Um, so 94, 92 with my third team, it came down to two teams, right? Came down to the Chiefs and it came down to the Dolphins. I decided to go with the Dolphins. I gave them an 89. Um, offensively, offensive everywhere. When you look on both sides, Jaden Waddle, um, a guy like Tua, who 
is actually really good on Madden, bro. If you ever play with the Dolphins on Madden, he's actually really, really good, bro. You just just go play with him if you haven't. I'm going to Tyreek Hill on the other side, who's the top two receiver in the league. Um, defensively, they just added the uh, coach, Vic Vangio, who is probably the greatest uh, defensive coordinator of all time um, to ever live, to ever breathe um, air. He's just that good. He's that gifted. And a lot of these teams now are actually stealing his um, defensive What's, what's the word I'm looking they, they, They're stealing his defensive tapes and they're making it their own, basically. I mean, they're turning it into their own, own thing, 3-4 defense and all that. Um, so, yeah. So, I just had to go with the Dolphins. I gave them an 89. Uh, Bengals, I gave a 92. And uh, Philadelphia Eagles, I gave a 94. But my two teams that were um, under uh, that were dark horses were actually, believe it or not, the Bills um, and the Chiefs. So, yeah. I was cracking up. When you said you was debating between the Chiefs and the Dolphins, bro. bro the the Dolphins Chiefs and the Dolphins. Loaded. Look, PC, look, I'm not even mad. I'm not hey. even mad we wasn't on the list. What I'm upset about is you was contemplating between the Chiefs and the Dolphins. You saw my face. You saw my face originally. I, I, I kind of was, <laughs> I, I was a little bit, I was a little bit uh, befuddled by that answer, but. I think about that. That roster is loaded. The roster is loaded. Extremely the roster is loaded. loaded. You, just, hey, you had a guy like Jalen yeah. to the defense. They, I just don't. I just don't know if they're going to be one of the highest rated teams. I would. I would probably put that roster. I'll probably put them at like a 86, 87. 86, 87? Yeah. I would probably. What? That roster is loaded. Like, I, they're insane. not established. Hey. Roster is loaded, but it's not established. Hey, I ain't gonna say nothing else. If I say something, I'm gonna be talking about it. And that ain't even it. That ain't even. I don't understand what don't. But what don't? So what would the bills be then? In, in that shit is fucking comical. That shit is fucking comical. Bills, they probably, I probably put them around the same. Probably like eighty six, eighty seven. So what I said wasn't that crazy then. No, no, I, I don't think it was. No, no, I don't think it was that crazy. I just, I was just throwing off. Eighty six. Yeah. I mean, I, I said eighty nine. It's not like I said the Dolphins were going to be in the ninety. Eighty six to eighty seven. Eighty six to eighty seven. When we added to our offensive line. Eighty six to eighty seven. When we added to our defensive line. That's crazy. Y'all can't know who we added. That I think that's the problem. I think that's. I mean, the problem. I, honestly, I, that's I what really happens. happens. I guess that's what happens with small markets. I'm sorry, y'all. My bad. Y'all don't be into football like that. Anyways, y'all takes y'all worse than Madden's adjusters. I ain't even gonna care. Y'all don't care, especially with this last sorry, category. We, sorry, we in poll totally uh, give your team a ninety overall. No, I don't see, but I didn't even say nothing about us not being a ninety. I said an eighty-six. That was my problem. That's a good rating. That's a really good rating. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. ain't. Two not players not on the team. Ain't. That means that it's means your players are averaging eighty or higher. Highest I go for the Bills that's is eighty-eight. You see that person? I would go. That's the highest I go for the Bills is eighty-eight. That's the highest I would go. I'm trying to think of the ninety. Okay, Diggs will be a bro. But how many nineties do you have on that team? Diggs is a ninety. Is a ninety-five overall. Josh Allen, who else? Who else will be a 90-plus overall on that team? I'm so serious. I'm not trolling. I'm Von Miller, think, maybe. Like, Von, Miller. Not, Von Miller, yeah, Von Miller. Again. First of all, my quarterback just became – they just made him a 90 last year. That's number one. I don't care what Madden and Justice is doing. They bad. You trying to argue they points okay. makes you look worse. You trying to factor just, in they already bad ratings. That ain't good. That ain't helping your argument, babes. No, they do make bad ratings. I can't front. Their reasons be terrible. Yeah. 
it's, it's bad. Okay. Can't even argue, I can't even argue that. For sure. Y'all think we're going to be a nice. Madden is dead. All right. Anyways, it's time to move on to my personal favorite segment, which is hot takes. So, first, to give their hot take of the week. Totally. And please be short and sweet. Thank you. I wonder why I always got to go first on everything, right? Everything. But um, my hot take is going to be what Gianni touched on earlier. New York Yankees stink. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's a disgrace up in New York right now. It's disgusting. I can't even stand watching that team right now because they look like a full minor league team without Aaron Judge. Man, the fact that they ran it back with the same team last year that couldn't get past the Astros, this, this, this the GM needs to be fired. I mean, what were you thinking of running that same team back, man? This is the disgrace the Yankees need to shut, like, like Gianni said. Shut Aaron Judge down for the rest of the season, man. What, what, what's the point of, of him rushing back when 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 they're, we're last place, bro? We are in last place. The Angels, the stinking Angels, are above the Yankees right now. It's disgusting, bro. Shut Aaron Judge down. The Angels, bro. I, I'm done. Um, Tolu, I so really... what was the hot take? I don't understand. Yeah. I said the, the hot take is to shut Aaron Judge down for the rest of the season. And fire that GM. But that's not a that's not a hot take. That's just you saying what you think. That's not a hot take. That's a hot take. That they should fire. That's a lukewarm take. But then you know that's not that's a it's okay it's okay though. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Don't let them keep going. It's okay actually. Everyone, you know it's okay because I don't even know why you're making a hot take about the Yankees. The Yankees aren't your team. You should be very happy to. Your Orioles are doing excellent this year. Okay, here we here we go with the troll. But I'm the troll. They are. But I'm the troll. But I'm the troll. I'm not doing so good tonight, PC. Gianni, Gianni, get back to the Orioles are great this year. They're not doing good tonight. They ain't doing good tonight. Gianni, here we go. Okay. Um, my hot take is going to be a baseball take. With the American League, how open it looks. With these teams, like the Astros are not the same team as the last couple of years because they have injuries and everything. So I don't think they're going to be able to put it together and win and get to all the World Series. So for my hot take is, with the way the American League is, too, Tampa has fallen back to earth with their offense because their offense, like, exploded really early in in the season. And that made, you know, how – historic start for them. It reminds me of the Yankees last season when they started like red hot out of the gates. So for my hot take is I think the Baltimore Orioles are going to go from being the worst team in baseball like two years ago to getting to a World Series this year. Baltimore Orioles are going to go to the World Series this year. That's my hot take. Gianni, oh, that's oh. Mm. Mm. It's a spicy take that. Hey, okay, man, look. Yeah. Right look. Yeah, and we winning against the Orioles right now. We were just losing 4-0. All right. All right, Chris Taylor, Grand Slam, let's get it going. You feel me? You feel me? You Y'all jealous? I need to, I... to trade for Otani. 
the angels we, why, are not going to Dodgers. Okay, PC and Gianni, come come to the stage for yeah. me, please. Yeah. Do what y'all think is smart to trade for Otani right now. It's not. Well, there's yes. teams that want to trade for Otani after the one of the teams that is jumping out to is Baltimore and Texas are two teams that I've been hearing a little bit of they're they're like lurking in, in you know in the shadows. They're like mm-hmm. lurking scene. If if he becomes available, I think those two teams right there are gonna be right there. And let's just say Texas, for example. Texas to me, if they get Otani, then I think Texas probably have a better chance at the American League um overall than I think Baltimore and Tampa and Houston. Because you give them Otani in their lineup and then you make him come off the rotation. That is just I feel like whoever gets Otani in this trade deadline, if he's available, becomes instant favorites. If a top contender gets him, they become instant favorites, I feel. If if the Orioles get Otani, bro, nah, bro. Nah. Th- this is the thing. You'll Just literally go back, you'll go back, you'll literally be happy and go back to cheering them on no, and try to fake not. and literally call us cappers when we literally point out that you used to be an Orioles fan well, and then a Yankees fan, and then you'll be an Orioles fan again. Shut up, Total. We know your game. We know we, we know your game too well. Trolls. No, no, no. That's disgusting. You you trolls. Go but, ahead, but you want to know something? There's two things that is holding back a trade right now. Is the Angels, you know, willing to to trade him in the That's deadline? Right. <laughs> and, and the other thing too is, I think if if a team trades him for him, it's going to be for a farm, of course. But Otani has to sign the extension, basically right away. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. That's why. So, I could see a team like Baltimore, Texas. You know, like. I want the Yankees to get into this, but Venus, I think more prospect. If, if every team is going to call, I think <laughs> Texas and, and Baltimore are like the top two teams that come into mind, I feel. Because I think if it comes to signing and free agency, I think it's probably Dodgers or the Mets, you know, like those teams. Yeah. That's why. I, that's what I'm saying. I, I Trading for him, I wouldn't do it. You know what well, I'm saying? If you trade for him, you, I, you wouldn't lose. Um, anything like you you wouldn't lose him in free agency because let's just say if if you wait to free agency some other team is going to jump in and a lot of teams mm. are going to jump in so you is a bidding war basically you can get him right now and, and not wait until um november to to go after him if i'm the yankees i'm training all my prospects for Tommy. i don't care about them and, and the one thing too mm-hmm. are the angels Willing to to let him walk for nothing? That that's the other thing too. You got right. those are things. That the last two weeks. Yeah. You don't that's let the, the best weeks. player in baseball walk for nothing, bro. No, nah. yeah. I would. Ball in my court. What? Good thing you're not a GM then. Like what? I'm t- hey, look, I'm telling you, ball in my court. What you mean? That's business, right? So you let the best player in baseball. Walk for Best nothing. player in baseball. I don't want him off my team. You right. I'm finna try to hold on to him as long as I can. And he leaves for nothing. And then you're and then you're left with nothing. What's the point of holding on to him if you're not gonna make the playoffs this year anyway? Y'all, the Angels ain't making the playoffs this year. Most hey of man, like, we don't know yet. Still a lot of baseball though. 
Yeah, they're at least, at least they're, they're still in the running. I don't think, at this I don't think so. I don't I thought they the, the Angels thought... are under five hundred. They're like yeah. under five hundred. I don't think they're yeah. They're, they they're are, but they can they can still make a run. I doubt That's they make a I'm run. I'm just, I'm seen, just saying. Yeah, I'm just I've saying. seen a lot of teams fall from this point, well, <laughs> so but, I ain't never counted out. But the thing is, I was looking at the wild card race. The, the team that has the last wild card um, spot is the Astros right now, and the Astros are not going to miss. Toronto is red hot. Baltimore is not losing. Like it is. The window is getting shut, like shutting down for the Angels, for the Yankees, for the Red Sox, who are in the race as well. Like, th- there's no room for error. It's like zero room for error. I think the next two weeks, if these teams don't get in hot streaks, they're going to sell. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, I'm going to be honest. I really don't give a damn about anything Gianni just said, right? Because to be honest, I had a hot take, and I'm going to stick to that hot take. Um, we all saw the reports today. Saying that the LA Angels would not, in any way, shape, or form, trade Otani to the LA Dodgers. Okay, so I just want to say that first and foremost. So that's just not going to happen. Um, mm, actually, actually, Dodgers oh wasn't God. even trying to entertain that because we don't want to give up all that stuff. So hush. That's fine. You don't even watch baseball. That's that's cap. But anyways, like I was saying, um. That's fine. You can miss it. I mean, if you don't want to trade for the greatest, for for the best baseball player in the league, that's you. Like like totally said, that's your choice to make. Um, but anyways, like I was saying, um, yeah, I don't really care about anything Gianni just said, bro. Because honestly, I don't think that the Angels are gonna just let G- let Otani walk for absolutely nothing. Like I said earlier, they're not making the playoffs this year. Gianni already said they're under five hundred. He already said that that last wild card spot belongs to the Astros, and I agree with him. They're not gonna lose that spot. Um. So once again, you're gonna miss the playoffs. Are you gonna miss the playoffs and then just let Otani walk at the end of the year, which he 100% will, and just absolutely not get anything in return? Absolutely not. Um, I don't think any team is that stupid. I don't think any team would do anything like that. So he's going to end up getting traded. Um, I think what did Gianna say? Did you say? Who did you just say? The, the did you say the Texas, the Rangers, and who else? And Orioles? And the Baltimore Orioles because. And the Baltimore Orioles. So look, man. Look, man. Look, man. Gianna, I just want you to hear me out. All right, hear me out, brother. Just hear me out first. All right. <laughs> Yankees, we're struggling right now, bro. I mean, we can we can admit that we're struggling right now. Yeah. We're still over five hundred, sure. Uh, we still have a chance or whatever, but right now we're struggling. Joe Judge, I don't know what when the hell he's gonna be back. I didn't know, I didn't know this injury was that serious, bro. And he's not coming back. Yeah, he's not coming back. I know typically, season. I know typically we don't like to spend money, bro. But like you guys just kept saying, when a player like Otani, it's the trade market, bro. This is a once in a lifetime opportunity, once in a lifetime chance. Every just about every team in MLB, I believe, is going to make an offer to the, is going to make an offer to the Angels for Otani. So my take is going to be this. All right, Manziani's Yankees are struggling right now. We don't know when Judge when Joe Judge will be back. I think this this is honestly Gianni. I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to trade for a guy like Otani because we don't know when a guy like Joe Judge will be back. And honestly, yeah. the time, listen, listen, wait, wait, wait. The time is Joe right Judge, now for the by end. the way. Joe Judge, yeah, my bad, Joe, my bad, my bad, Joe Judge, my bad. Joe Judge. My bad, my bad, my bad. But look, shut up. Thank you. So, yeah, so Joe Judge, my fault, my fault. Y'all knew what I was saying. So, Joe Judge, all right? So, this is the perfect time for us to trade for a player like Otani because we don't know when Joe Judge is going to be back, bro. Honestly, the time is right now for the Yankees, bro. Every single year, bro, we're always the team that everybody. <laughs> bro, we Aries. 
Aaron, say it. No, 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 no. Talk about it. Say it. Aaron. 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 There you go. But I'm, but I'm not Aaron. the Aaron. Okay. Aaron Judge. Whatever. Aaron Judge, Joe Judge, whatever. Same shit. Aaron Judge. All no, right. it's not, he, not even close. Holy, shut up, bro. You're a fan of like 35 different teams, no, brother. Please stop you speaking to me, bro. Best player's name. Stop it. Quiet. Oh. Yankees, Orioles. Tigers. I'm trying to think of some other teams you've named that on this podcast, bro. Um, Dodgers. You definitely named the Dodgers before. Like, just stop. You named the Astros. I'm pretty sure. Like, just give it up. Aaron actually. So, like I was saying. So, so, so like I was saying, Gianni, this is the perfect. This is the perfect. I know we don't like to pay players big money or whatever, but this is honestly the perfect time to trade for a guy like Otani because honestly, we don't know when Aaron Judge is going to be back, bro. Time is not for the Yankees, bro. Every single year we get so close, and then we just. We just, yeah, we just I fell, bro. This year, look, this year with, with us not knowing when Aaron Judge is going to be back, bro, honestly, this is the perfect time for us to trade for a guy like Otani, bro. Trade for a guy like Otani, honestly. I agree. All I, right, I, I, man. Look, he look, got look, it. Look, he think, got think, it. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I think a guy like Otani will really like New York. He wants a big-time market like L.A. New York is the is the bigger market. Um. New York would embrace a guy like him, and then you when you get a guy like Aaron Judge and Otani on the same team, bro. Like, dude, we're in that conversation for the we're in that conversation every single year, bro. Yeah, it sets us up. The time is now, bro. Time is now. I I feel like if we trade for Otani, he agrees for the extension. Basically, next season we're we're gonna be right there to win the championship. This season basically is a lost season, but at least, you know, you oh. walk into next the off season and you're going to be able to build and then you're, you're back in, in great shape 2024. Because the thing is, I think the Angels are slowly, you know, trying to get him in the market because now before they said they wouldn't trade for, for him. Yeah, because they had a chance that, to get to the playoffs. Yeah, they that's don't. why now they're saying that they're willing to listen you know, a little bit, you know, willing to listen, you know, to anybody, you know, if anybody wants to call. Next week, when the Angels are, like, in a three-game, four-game losing streak, they're they're going to, to say, okay, Otani is available. Watch. Next weekend. I'm just glad he's not going to the Dodgers, bro. That's all I care about. I'm, all right. I'm so glad when that okay. report came out. It's the PC time. I can't even get to my hot take yet. Um, but you know what? It's okay. I got good hot take. It's not baseball hot take, but football hot take, NFL hot take. And about the Dallas Cowboys, those lovely Cowboys. Uh, so this is going to intertwine with a few past hot takes that I've had, actually. Um, so I talk about the Cowboys. I've talked about how the offense, um, I don't think, is going to be all that amazing this year. As a matter of fact, I think it's going to sputter uh, and just not click multiple points this uh, upcoming season for them. Um, there's going to be a lot of frustrated players, and then there's going to be a frustrated owner that is going to blame Dak Prescott, who just so happened to come out, ooh, excuse me, come out with an amazing quote today and said that he will not fish with more than 10 interceptions this year. Well, that's bold all things considering, because you managed to finish with more than 10 in about, I think it was eight games played last year. Honestly, impressive as hell. Finish, uh, finish the league with most turnovers. Um, so, 
Now I think about the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals, they're not going to be good this year. Tyler, coming off an ECL injury. Um, they're probably going to end up finishing with the first overall pick this upcoming season. And if Kyler doesn't want to be there, and if he underperforms as a starter for Arizona, I think they're going to start to look at Caleb Williams at the number one overall pick. Um, then there's going to be discussions on what they can do to get rid of Kyler. My hot take this week, Kyler Murray is going to be a Dallas Cowboy come next season. Not this upcoming season. Come next season, Kyler Murray will be a Dallas Cowboy. It's going to be a swap. Dak Prescott is going to go to Arizona, and he is going to be in a QB competition with Caleb Williams. And I think Dak Prescott is going to end up losing that competition. He might end up just finishing as the backup in Arizona. That is my hot take. Kyler to Dallas. He gets to go home to his home state, play for a team that he didn't root for, but as his home state, whether he likes it or not, Dak becomes a Cardinal as well as Caleb Williams with the first overall pick. That's my hot take. That is just terrible. That was just terrible. It will happen. In world, is the Cardinals doing that? So, so basically, so basically, the Cowboys win again. That's basically the Cowboys win. Wait, 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 what do you mean again? What do you mean again? They they haven't won anything in twenty eight years. Well, no, not like that. Not like not like win like a championship. But they basically like you move on. So you move on from Tony Romo, washed up Tony Romo, to Dak Prescott, who seemed to be a blessing in disguise as a rookie year, and you thought he would be something that he didn't turn out to be. And then you get to move on from Dak Prescott to a young Kyler Murray who would be like, what are, like... Yes, I don't think, I really, I think you're overrating Kyler Murray. I'm not going to, I think you're overrating Kyler Murray. And I don't think he's a bad quarterback. Like, Dak Prescott nor Kyler Murray are bad quarterbacks. Top 10 when healthy, Kyler for sure. is not that guy that you think he is. Wow. Cardinals are not trading him to the Cowboys. That's how I feel at this point. They'll trade him, but they're not trading him to the Cowboys. And, and, and also, and PCU. Case, go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, in the worst case scenario for Arizona, they trade for a guy like Dak Prescott, um, but don't. But they pass on a guy like Kay Williams. If Dak don't work out, and you just pass on the guy that is going to end up being probably first overall pick, this upcoming uh, uh, um, two years from now, then that that's on Arizona. I could see that uh, possibility happening too. I think that's honestly, I think that's more likely to happen. Like we might see a, a Dak Kyler swap and the Cardinals pass on a guy like Caleb Williams, which would be the wrong decision in my opinion. I just feel like if you get Caleb Williams, you there's just there's no need to trade for Dak Prescott because I mean he's not beating out Caleb Williams for that job. And also, PC, you made a you made a little minor mistake. It was Dak Prescott had the most intercepted last year. The most turnovers would actually be Josh Allen. That's oh, but you can well, go ahead and do your monologue. Go ahead and do your monologue. I, I, I did I did forget that. Thank you. Um, um so yeah that's why I'll take this week. That is episode one thirty two this week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I want to thank everyone for coming out this week. Uh, make sure you can go and follow our socials, our Twitter and IG at WHS underscore podcast and our YouTube and TikTok at We Hate Sports. Um, follow up on check up on them, tell them that you love them, say hydrated. Um, you may have heard a couple of baseball takes 
this week. Um, that might be a little bit more promotion for episode three. We have more sports podcasts that will be coming out uh, this weekend. Um, episode two, it was actually, fun fact, episode two was the first um, the first episode that we posted with video. Um, so go and check that out. Um, I really have much else uh, to say. It's like there's no like inspirational thing that I can tell you. I, I, I've been like a in a pretty crappy mood all day. Um, I don't know what I ate last night, but yeah, I got nothing. Anybody else can take my luck. I don't know what. Nothing uh, at all. Water. Uh, stay hydrated. Stay, stay hydrated. hydrated. Um, Russell Wilson is still a top ten quarterback. Uh, Play your mental health. Hey, yes. Yeah, mental and health. Yes. Mental health matters. Yeah. One more thing to you white people out there that get fake tans. You make me sick. Uh, keep the dirt out your fingernails because that's not attractive. Um, Boys, keep your, your hair clean. Pull a do-rag down a little bit. You're not supposed to be showing that much forehead. Pull it down just a, just a little bit. Boys, bit. please keep your hands cut. <laughs> please no. work alone. We like ironic, Desi. Ironic. I know no, you. Stink. No, no, we, no. Dread, 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 no. Hey, you know uh, them dreads do it the best. Well, I, I can never, I can never grow up my hair that well. I will need hair growing products. I don't know where I get that. Just use, uh, I just, just use tea tree oil. Use or, Jamaica or like hair oil. Are you need what oil, if bro? you like don't oil. get that? Oh, you need okay. some grease, PC. That's your problem. You need grease? some grease. You need yes. Grease? Do you know what grease is? No, you don't. Blue magic. Let me tell you what you what you need to do, baby. Get some blue magic. Get these meal drops. I'm gonna send everything you need. Trust me, I know, cause I grew my little cousin her out. Trust me, I know. Look, her right here. Her. Did you say her? That's Girl's hair is different from man's hair. No, I my cousin is a boy. What are you talking oh, okay. about? I thought, and then you, you can still. You can still use their girl's hair care products. That's why y'all no, heard be nappy because no, y'all talking about some, oh, that's not supposed not to go on sure. my hair. I don't know who the fuck y'all are. It's not who? for Tolu. girls' she hair. Ta- Tolu. You want to hear talk to you? He's talking to Tolu. That's how I was talking to Tolu. What? Me? Why is my name involved in this? That's no, the what stuff. I'm saying. Like, that's why boys' hair be nappy because they, they y'all are trying to use Cantu. Don't use Cantu. I don't even know what the fuck that is. To be honest, yeah, yeah. Really don't know I, I have all I have is Murray's is Murray's wave cream, and that's it's done. Oh, just get Jamaica black castor oil. That shit, that shit's nice. Oh. There you go. Totally spitting. Oh, that no. shit is good. That is clutch. That is clutch. Really good for your hair. What brand? Because not all oil is the same, not all castor oil is the same. Oh, brother, See? you're one of those people. See? My goodness. I swear to God. That's why y'all just be buying anything. That's why y'all heard on be doing them. No. Anyways, forget My what they're talking about, PC. I'm going to send you this oil to get. It's by meal. It has all the Say oil. Wait, PC, do you want waves or do you want long hair? I'm confused. You want don't you want waves now? No, no, I I will still keep my waves. I'm not growing up my hair now. I was just yes, you know, but you know, nah, PC, it's gonna make your hair healthy though, like your scalp. PC doesn't want to get on the trend, bro, where every where every nigga got dreads now. It's fucking disgusting. Wait, what? Hey, not every guy needs dreads. No, I I promise you every nigga I, I know has dreads now. I said they don't need them, babes. Calm oh. down. No, brother. Jesus. 
Blushing hard as shit right now. Right, I, I, right. What? Let me stop what's this before your, they start what? fucking. 